Hi friends, happy summer. It is so hot outside and my armpits are sweating <laughs> almost every single day. <sighs> so if you have any tips on that, please let me know. But welcome back to the Take Care Podcast where we talk about how to uniquely care for yourself and others. In the last two episodes, we have chatted about caring for others through gift giving and connecting. And today we're going to talk about caring for others through the golden rule. If that doesn't make any sense, don't worry. It will in a second. That said, I hope this podcast inspires you to take one step every day to take care of someone else. Joining us today is my very dear and caring friend, Jocelyn White. Welcome to the show, Jocelyn. Thanks, Jenny. I'm so honored. Super honored. Yeah, the other day you said, I would love to sit on your podcast as an observer. Mm-hmm. Yep. A and fly on the wall. Fly on the wall. Yeah, we skipped right over that. You're you're a guest Yay. on the show. You must be biased. <laughs> Maybe you're slightly biased. Uh, you know, I probably am. <laughs> yep. You are the perfect girl for this conversation, actually, mm. because together you and I have truly learned the power of the golden rule, mm-hmm. which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you, mm-hmm. or some might have learned it, treat others as you would like to be treated, Right, mm-hmm. something along those lines. And you, again, I think are one of the best examples I can think of. I've got a lot of good mm-hmm. friends and my parents are really good at this. Um, but what our listeners might not know is that we work together. Yeah. We... Live together. Um, Live together. Mm -hmm. Very important one. Mm -hmm. Sometimes simultaneously, working and living. Oftentimes. (laughs) Yep. And we're really good friends. Mm -hmm. And so um, I want our listeners to uh, just hear from us today about how we've kind of made that relationship Mm -hmm. work so well. Yeah. And not just work so well, but we have considered, okay, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And you really do that well. I could share Mm -hmm. so many examples. Um, I'll share a quick one um, right now. And and then I have some questions. I definitely want to run past you, but um, we had, you'll remember this. It wasn't too long ago. We had ants in our apartment and (gasps) Mm. (laughs) right. Yes. Um, and I've actually never walked through that dilemma before, but many people have. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember I was out of town at the time. We got, you know, some folks to come and spray mm-hmm. the, uh, what are those people called? They come exterminators. Exterminators. And we were hopeful that would work. Yep. It didn't work. So we were told, you've got to bring everything out of your cabinets, yep. put it away or put it out mm-hmm. in the open, you know, so that they could. Get in there and do what needs to be done. Um, exactly. Deep clean, <laughs> deep spray, whatever they do. Yeah. And I was out of town, and I remember thinking, oh, boy, Jocelyn's home alone. And within the next, like, mm-hmm. half a day, like, it had to be done, like, pretty right away. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting you or calling you and being like, girl, I'm so sorry that you <laughs> have to be the one with this lovely task, and you responded, <laughs> not only did you take everything out of the cabinets, which is a lot of stuff, like all the pantry stuff, all the spices, mm-hmm. all the silverware, all the cups, you get the picture. Um, but you responded and said, 
no problem. I'm actually looking forward to this. <laughs> well, you know me. Anytime I can dig through a drawer and make it organized, it's like going to the mall. <laughs> well, like, yes. I, that is maybe not exactly, but it's close. <laughs> close. It's, it's really close. close for me. Well, that mm. is a blessing in and of itself. <laughs> which maybe that's a conversation for another time. How we can all learn to be like Jocelyn and no. want to be so tidy, and we need all of your tips. Mm. But you, I feel like, really uh, did unto others as you would have them do unto mm. you because. You know, in that moment, I was really grateful because I knew we needed to get that taken care of so that the ants would Mm -hmm. obviously die. So there's that example. Boy, you know, when you make a smoothie, rarely will you mix up a smoothie without a little bit extra in there (laughs) because I will usually get to taste the smoothie. So Mm -hmm. you're very considerate. You are Mm -hmm. constantly thinking of others. Yeah. And so I really wanted... I've been able to benefit from that for the last two years. And so I wanted our listeners to be able to benefit from that as well, just to hear from you on, Mm -hmm. you know, what are some of your foundational principles? Like, how do you implement that so well, Mm -hmm. um, like, in your everyday life? Is it, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty easy? And just tell us about that. Sure. Totally not easy. (laughs) Because it's hard sometimes when, like, you know, just life gets in the way and you just want to be, you know, we're in just like a really me focused kind of world. And so it's like, you tend to want to be like, oh, what do I need? What right now do I want to get done? What goals do I have? This person's going to take a lot of time or doing this thing is going to take a lot of time. Um, But I think like foundational principles, obviously, I mean, gosh, I just like lean into like God's second commandment you know, of like, love your neighbor as yourself. And also first commandment of just like, love God with all your heart and, and just show people that. And I think that's, what's really trans transformed me. I also feel like, honestly, you've taught me so much of that stuff, just living with you. And I'm, I mean, I don't just say that because we're like on a podcast and like, it's about taking care mm-hmm. and like, we do apartment life together. And our mm-hmm. whole mission is like, loving our neighbors Mm -hmm. but like goodness gracious I mean if I go back through my you know like scope of people who taught me how to be good a good person and be loving and kind like my mom's in there for sure Mm -hmm. my sister's in there for sure like my family um but you have taught me so much and I don't just say that because this is your podcast Mm -hmm. like literally um you've been probably in like the last five years of my life one of the prime examples of like how to love people well. Mm -hmm. And that's been so cool to watch. And you've helped me grow in that a lot. I also think like our apartment life program Mm -hmm. has shown me how to do that too. Mm -hmm. Of just like, if you are a new person living in a new place, how would you want people to greet you? How would you want people to love you? And tell our listeners real quick what apartment life is in case they don't know. Right. Okay. So in case any of you out there don't know, Jenny and I do apartment life, which is basically a program where we offer hospitality and events to connect neighbors to one another and to just grow in community. And we do that together. And Mm -hmm. funny thing, we were actually brought into that just kind of you know, randomly through mm-hmm. like the Holy Spirit's connection, mm-hmm. you know, cause we didn't know each other. Yeah. I didn't know you, you didn't know me. You were just like, you know, I was like, I need a roommate in a room. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I do this thing. Do you think you want to do that? Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, that sounds cool. You can live so, with me, but you gotta <laughs> love your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like foundational principles, I think are just like coming from that of like, you know, 
the world has enough trouble of its own. Like, how can we not create more, but help kind of um, help everybody get through that process in the most loving way that we can? Mm. And um, gosh, I think, you know, yeah, those are mine. I think the golden rule is one of those foundational principles. Also, just like I think you mentioned in conversations before of just, you know, um, view others as more important than yourself. Yeah, that's like the silver rule. We've yeah. got the golden rule. Mm-hmm. The silver rule, maybe the bronze or the <laughs> ruby rule. Yes. There's so many other ones we could go into. And, <laughs> in, in, you know, it's called a rule, but ultimately, it, you know, sometimes we think of rules as <sighs> burdens and things to be followed. Um, but this is a rule that we follow, not because we have to, but because I think you and I both have seen the freedom is not the word I'm looking for, but we've seen the benefit that it brings to our lives to consider others as better than ourselves and to do unto others as we, um, maybe even the joy, the joy, the joy that, yeah, that's like what I've learned a lot about of how I used to view it as like, oh, I have to go do this thing for this person because that's the right thing to do. And you want to be a good person. So you want to do that. But then, you know, after kind of like sitting through just like, I don't know, like scripture studies and like church sermons and, and learning about how like God calls us to love people and to have joy in that, you know, in the serving of them. I think like the Lord's really shown me how to have joy in, um, and sacrificing something that I might want for this time or at this, you know, particular moment in my life to say like, hey, there's a person in need or just someone who like needs some care, you know, needs some attention, Mm -hmm. needs some um, focus of just saying like, turn the focus away from what you want and need. And like, what does this person need? Or not even about need, but how can you love this person? You know, I mean, you talked about how we're roommates and I think about um, conversations we had really early when we were kind of coming into apartment life and our program directors were setting us up for that and saying like, hey, how do you feel loved? How is one thing that you feel loved and one thing that you feel loved? They asked us that question. Mm. And something you said was um, long ago was when responsibility is lifted, which is not really a way that I feel loved. Like, I think, you know, my, my love is like my love language, if you will, is quality time. But you had mentioned something about like getting responsibility or having something taken care of that you don't have to worry That's about That's right. So I felt loved when responsibility was taken off of me. Right. And you felt loved through spending quality time together. Right. That was like the right. one thing we shared. Right. That's right. right. Yep. So one thing for me that I like kind of going through just living in a space with another person who you're getting to know and who you want to have good relationship with of like my thought process was this is something that really helps this person feel cared for. And I want to try to do a better job of that. So like I would think, well, I'll put the dishes up or I'll do this particular task. And I think like as we've gone through our time and kind of walked this apartment life path for the last couple of years, seeing other ways where I can even um, – <clears throat> kind of in an even like in different avenues kind of fulfill that that um I guess that that 
wish for you of just like, oh, mm-hmm. or that, that joy for you of like, yeah. oh man, I don't have to worry about that. She's already taken care of that. That's so great. And yes. that makes you feel loved. And I think also too, you know, that's not something that I would necessarily feel loved by, but back to the golden rule of like treat others as you would like to be treated. If that's something that you really, um, that really helps you feel appreciated, yeah. you know, I would want to feel appreciated yeah. and that's a way that I can help with that. So I kind of think of that example of, you know, as I'm just kind of walk, we're walking through life together mm-hmm. right now in this season. Um, and yeah, so that's, You've that's kind of something. It. Yeah. And the way that I've seen it play out just in my own kind of world in my own head of like, how can I care for my roommate? How can I f- help her feel welcomed and appreciated and loved the way I would want to feel in a roommate situation and, too? Yeah. And we've got married <clears throat> couples, we've got roommates, we've got single folks, coworkers, all, coworkers, yeah. all, all kinds of listeners. But what you just said, a couple things, but one, you personalize it too. I know that you felt loved by having responsibility taken off of you. So you really considered me versus sometimes we care for people and we don't know them so well. So you, because you know me on a more intimate level than some other people know me, you were able to dig, dig deep and go, okay, I'm going to do this for her because I know this really means a lot to her. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, some folks, if they're trying to do something, caring for someone, maybe a coworker or a neighbor, they don't know that well, or maybe even just a stranger that they see at the grocery store or something, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't know them that deeply. And so care looks differently in those situations. Yeah, totally. uh, In this conversation, um, I know that quality time means a lot to you. And so I can, I can take that into consideration. And I think that's one of the big nuggets that is important to, to talk about and, and to think about is really considering the other person. And you mm-hmm. mentioned a second ago, <clears throat> we're in this me focused yeah. culture, which right. I, you know, I think we've all been, always been in a me focused culture. Mm-hmm. Maybe <clears throat> now more than. I think it's just easier. It's easier because we can constantly like have the camera on us. We can constantly be posting stuff about us. We yeah. can constantly be upgrade up um upgrade or uh, what's the word updating people about yeah. what we're doing. And also I think like it's like praise the Lord too because I feel like you know those things that may have been really hard for our parents or our grandparents generations to do those dreams that seemed so unattainable. We have so much availability to it. Yeah. Whether you want to run a podcast or you want to be a creative artist, any of those things. But at the same time, sometimes I think we are so focused on our dreams and goals and aspirations that it's like we forget what like, you know, relationships. We forget like, oh, all these other people out there also have a role in this whole thing that we call like the life cycle, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that we need to consider them. We need to kind of have other people kind of within that. It's not all about just our own goals and and strengths and and things that we're striving to accomplish. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's so easy now because we have so many tools and we can do all that. Pretty much anything (laughs) you want to do, you can make, happen, which I know sounds so kind of cliche, but for example, I heard the other day, this lady, um, was talking to someone about how she'd had three kids 
and noticed that it was super hard. She had three under three and her house was super cluttery and disorganized. And one day she woke up, she was like, I'm not going to have this messy house anymore. Mm-hmm. I need some clarity in my <clears throat> life. So she created a business called Clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Clarity by decluttering or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And now and she's boom. helping. She's yeah. like the American Marie Kondo yep. or, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like so instantaneous. Yeah. You know, you know so. and I'm sure if she were here sitting with us, she would say it wasn't that instantaneous. Right. But right. point being, right. you know, like you said, 50 years ago. That might have been impossible. Yeah, it might have been a dream, but right. Mm -hmm. So so things are at our fingertips and more available and accessible and people are dreaming bigger and all of that stuff, which is great, but I think it just adds to our me-focused culture and that does not help us do unto others mm. as you would have them do unto you. <clears throat> Having right. this me-focused culture does not help us consider the feelings of others. Always, yeah. Not always. Not mm-hmm. always. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and in many ways, I think it can actually be a distraction. Yeah. Our dreams right. and what we're striving right. for and trying to accomplish yeah. are really distracting us. Yeah. I think the enemy can use that, which sounds... <laughs> kind of crazy maybe to some people because that's what people that's where people's identity is it's like if I can meet this goal again it depends how your personality is if you're a more goal-oriented person but I think wherever you fall on the Enneagram (laughs) whatever type of personality you have maybe I'm wrong but I think everyone has goals at some level Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes those I think become the like you said the focus and we forget about just loving other people well. Yeah. And, and and it's kind of this, what can you do for me kind of. Totally. You know, agenda-based. Agenda-based, all that. Yeah. Which, ironically, a way we can care for others is find out what their dreams and goals are and help them accomplish right. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, just going back to what's your motive. Not our yeah. agenda-based to get them to like us or th- because we have something to prove, but because – you know, we've been cared for first and foremost by the Lord and mm-hmm. loved. So we mm-hmm. have the best example of love and right, care. Right. And so our hope is that that overflows onto them. And mm-hmm. so always coming back to that motive, I think is important. <clears throat> yeah. Not always. We don't always do it perfectly, obviously. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for our listeners who maybe you're thinking, you know, what what is one step that they could take to uh, become more interested in other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to them? That's so good. Well, again, I think something you have really helped teach me and apartment life has really helped teach me is um, just listening and getting to know people and hearing what the things that are hard for them, what they are. Because so many times, like I think of myself in the workplace, I'm just at work and I'm doing, 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 and I'm trying to get my tasks done and I'm working with my coworkers. And sometimes I'm like, oh, this, the work environment can be so frustrating, you know? Um, But when you get to know people and you get to know them on a deeper level of like things that they might be struggling with or where they came from or what their background is, it like humanizes it for you, you know, in this way of like, this is not just my coworker or my friend or my, um, the grocery person or whatever. Or my waiter or, or my waiter. Yeah. That's a great example. 
um, or my customer service representative on at Amazon who, who didn't deliver my package on time, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like you get to humanize it and say like, oh no, this is like a soul and a heartbeat and a brain and like a personality and a whole story. Unless it's not, you get a robot on the phone. But. True, which is true. Let's not deny that. We do live in those times. And in that case, you know, maybe it's, you know. You can say all the bad words because yeah. it's not a real person. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think that's like a huge thing of like learning to listen and hear people and know um, even their struggles. Like I think knowing someone's struggles or like stuff that's hard helps your empathy and your compassion and your desire to say like, man, sometimes it helps you relate and you can say, I've been in that spot. I remember feeling that way and it was horrible. How would I, how would I have liked to have been treated in that time? Mm. And then I think it gives you a lot of perspective of like, you know, hopefully people will, as people, we can say, we can put ourselves in those shoes and, and look at, at this person kind of, kind of like in a mirror of like, I've, I've been there before. Maybe I haven't, but I can empathize and just try to do the best thing to help them like either through that or just to love them in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a hard situation at work or you're out, you know, just doing your daily task mm-hmm. of just seeing people. I think seeing people so much more deeply. And I think again, back to kind of our culture piece, which is, you know, talk of the time, but of we don't always see people so closely anymore because we're constantly, again, focused on us and we're a little, we're very distracted. And so you don't get to have those deep conversations. I mean, I think of how many times I don't make eye contact or even look in the person's eyes at the, who's checking me out at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't even see their name. And I'm just like, I try to do a better job of that, of like, if I was on the other side of that, right. and I was just doing that all day long, man, how refreshing would it be to have someone come through who like, looks at me and sees yeah. me and hears me and asks me maybe how my day was going, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, or if you get bad service, I had a horrible service at this really super nice restaurant. We were yep. celebrating something and, you know, I ordered something and it just didn't even come out and... Anyway, whatever. But I do remember going, okay, I've worked in a restaurant before. And I remember feeling like I had to remember all of these things. Yep. And I just put myself in their shoes for a second. And then it helped me give him some grace. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, there have been customers probably chewing mm-hmm. him out all day. And, yeah. you know, and then make sure that my tip might not be the best, <laughs> highest tip I've ever given. But... I'm certainly going to tip right. him and, sure. you know, yeah. at least yeah. 20% unless I'm behind the times and it's gone up to 30%. <laughs> Who knows? I'll look that up. But anyways, yes, yeah. looking people in the eye, just little things to yeah. to care for people. And I think, um, man, so being interested in people, going, going back a little bit, sometimes I've noticed there are seasons – maybe days where I am just not that interested in other people. Mm, yeah. And I think I feel some shame around that. And, and, you know, there's, there's some feelings that go with that, but uh, I think it's important. And, and you tell me what you think here, but I think it's important to ask the Lord to, you know, the Holy spirit to give us that stamina and that strength 
to be able to see opportunities to care for others because, Mm -hmm. you know, there might be some people listening that are like, I'm overwhelmed by all the needs around me, you know, and I just can't care for everyone. And then there might be others that are like, that sounds great, y'all, but I just can't bring myself to be interested to care for others. So if I do it, it would really feel inauthentic. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I mean, to that, I would say, Hey, do it anyway. And hopefully Mm -hmm. your heart will follow. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. But I think that one of the um, last things I want to chat about is how to encourage people that really, if they're truly honest with themselves, Mm -hmm. they're just really not that interested and Mm -hmm. curious. Mm -hmm not only how to care for other people, but just about them in general, Mm. you know, aside from caring for them and and bringing them a meal and listening to them and, you know, um, all the things things, like they're just not really interested in Mm. anybody, you know, um, I think that that might be a real place going back to a me focused culture, Mm -hmm. just, you know, maybe some encouragement for how to get out of our egos and our pride. Yeah, totally. How to break that down a little bit. I think to answer your question as quickly as like, you know, concisely, let's say concisely, yeah. is um, I have a friend, my sweet friend Leslie, who carries granola bars in her car, like boxes. And she, every time she pulls up to a corner, and in Austin, this is very common, um, they're all over the place. Um, but every time she pulls up, there's a, there could be a person, a homeless person mm-hmm. or someone in need. And she just opens the window and hands them a granola bar and has a great conversation sometimes or not. And I watched her do that for probably like, you know, a, a long, many times that I've ridden in her car. And I was pretty baffled. I, I'm always a little hesitant because I'm just like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a female. I'm younger. I normally by myself in my car. Sometimes I'm just a little more cautious. Sure. But I was really moved by her generosity, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try this. So I bought a pack of water, and I literally keep a pack of water bottles in my car in the floorboard in the the passenger seat. And anytime I pull up, I literally just roll my window down and see if they want it. Mm -hmm. and just offer it. And so many times people, these people on the side kind of, um, on the road are just like, thank you. Thank you so much. And literally it makes my heart feel so warmed. I didn't ask them a question. I didn't make them a meal. I didn't give them money. Like I just gave them water, but it's helped me really feel the joy that God has given us to love people through even strangers that we don't even know. I've just seen that like, those people who may seem feel overlooked, obsolete, unseen, I can like look in their eyes, connect with them for a moment, even if it's just passing of water and saying, hey, have a blessed day. Acknowledging them. Acknowledging their presence and their life here. You know, just they're part of our ecosystem. They're part of our, they're part of creation, just like we are, you know. And I think sometimes, yeah, it's hard. It is really hard. If apartment life has taught me anything, it can be really hard to like go and give your time and your space and your money and your resource and your just anything to love people well. Even and what's even harder is when people are hard to love. Like if you're struggling with like co-working relationships, family relationships, friendships, or just people in general, people can be hard to love ourselves. We ourselves can be hard to love. So just some simple task of like 
maybe offering some kind of generosity, even if it's just passing a water bottle to someone on the street, you know, or letting someone in, you know, these small, letting someone in in traffic or, you know, being considerate to open a door for someone. I think those tiny little things Mm -hmm. that they don't have a ton of like long-term investment, but like just to keep kindness and paying it Mm -hmm. forward and loving your fellow mankind. I feel like it, it just is a ripple effect that like, you know, it's just awesome. Totally agree. And if anyone is curious what they care about, just look at your bank statement. Yep. I know mine would reveal <laughs> that I care a lot about Chick-fil-A and, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, H-E-B yeah. <laughs> and a lot of restaurants. I care about yeah. a lot of restaurants. So, yeah. you know, um, a way we can do it. Myself included. Is, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, totally. And so I think where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. So mm-hmm. we can see where our money's going that's what we care about. And, and so, time, I think time, time and all those well. things. Too, yes. Yes. Know? So yeah. that's something that I'm going to do right after we get off here is actually reevaluate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so thank you for your input today, You're Jocelyn. So you do this so well. Thank I'm inspired you. by you. Where can Likewise. people find you if they want to follow you? Totally. So I'm actually on Instagram at jazlyncamille.com or at jazlyncamille, but you can also find my website, jocelyncwhite.com. Um, I play music here in the community and just love people through the arts. She does. Follow her, guys, and see where her next show is. Support her. Thank Give you, a listen to her music. Bird's Day is my favorite song she's put out. She's awesome. <laughs> and if you want to follow future episodes that I'll be putting about, out about taking care of yourself and others, you can find me also on Instagram at Take Care with Jenny Lloyd. Thanks for listening today, guys. And as always, take care. <laughs>